Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Welcome to episode two. Uh, my name's Andrew Roberts, and in this episode, I'm going to educate you on you know, what needs to happen before you become a highly successful farmer. In fact, what needs to happen before you become highly successful in any business? Now, um, I've mentioned before that I grew up on a farm in New England, and my father was an extremely hard worker. And um, I, there's a funny story which I'm about to share that, I mean, back then, the, the whole idea of getting ahead was um, you need to work harder. This was the belief that I think so many farmers carry, and this is passed down through all these generations, that you need to, need, you need to push really hard in order to make more, you need to do more. And, uh, it was almost like in New England, um, I'm not sure if it's like it. Uh, where, where you're from, but there's, there's a real linkage between um, uh, how hard you worked and, and, and in, in inverted commas, how successful you are. It was almost like farmers believed that the harder you work, the, um, you, you've got this perception of being really, really successful. Um, and my old man was, was absolutely one of these extremely hard work, work at seven days a week, um, you know, really put lots of hours in and, and really struggled to make money on the farm. There, there were certainly some great years and some other challenging years, but I will just share a, a funny story. I was just reflecting on my, um, often when you reflect on your youth and growing up, and I, I do remember one occasion when my father had just finished shearing. We were over in the sheds helping him out. I was, I was the, uh, the shed hand, skirting the wool, etc. and we just finished shearing. And um, Anyway, Dad went into the, to the local pub to pay the shearers. The shearers went straight to the pub, and we're all sitting up with mum. I remember this quite clearly. And uh, we're, we're sitting at the table with mum and we're preparing dinner and mum prepared dad's meal and dad didn't come home for dinner. And so mum was a little bit angry because she'd made this you know, really nice um, meal. I think it was chops and mashed potato and veggies, the, the typical three, three course. And dad just did, was a no-show. And so next minute it was 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, Dad saw a no-show. And Mum was ringing the golf club and they're, and, and, they're, and they're basically saying, yeah, he's still here. And she was furious. Anyway, she decided, you know what? Um, she, she locked the door and off she went to bed. And um, I, I remember hearing the, the car driving up. The, the pub was not far away from home, so very, very naughty. But back in those days, there was this was before even rules came in around drink driving but you could hear the, the car coming up the driveway and I remember lying in bed and all of a sudden there was this big bam 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 on the front door and mum got out of bed and you could tell she was hissing and fitting and uh, walked out and, and opened up the door and there was dad and he just looked at her like with puppy eyes and just went his name's Ross and all he could say was Rossy's been a naughty boy and with that he completely passed out fell down I remember mum dragged him in slammed the door threw a blanket over, over him and, and went to bed. But I just, I just had that memory of um, the pressure of farming. And, and it's quite a... We, we pay Dad out about this story. Dad's certainly not a big drinker, but that was a, um, a one-off. And, and just needing to let that steam off from, from putting those massive sessions in around shearing, around drafting, drenching, all of these things. But, um, but I... Uh, as I've mentioned in earlier episode, uh, episode one, that I 
was very blessed to go off and, and become a business mentor. And so I, I get to study business owners. I, I've worked with some really significantly successful business owners. Um, some of them have been the, the, the fastest growing companies in Australia. Some of them have been the largest companies in Australia. Um, and, and I've been very blessed to, to understand, you know, what, what is it that separates a, a winning business to a business that, sacri- that struggles? And I've been able to really patch this in into five key things that happen that need to happen before you achieve greatness or, or high levels of success in business. And I wanted to introduce these these things to you today. And the easiest way for me to describe this is I want you to think of a huge big triangle, and the triangle split into five levels. And I'm going to walk you through this, and, and, um, I, and the, the very, very top level is the word goals. So it's got five, five levels, and as I'm going down the triangle, so, so each area actually increases in significance. So goals um, is the very top, but it's the smallest component of the triangle, so even though it's very important, but it's, um, it, it's not as significant as two, three, four, five. So the first thing that a really successful business owner will do is they'll have goals. And they won't just have goals, they'll they'll make sure that the goals are specific, they're measurable, um, they're really clear, they're not just in your head, they're written down, they're on paper, they're shared amongst your whole family or your whole team. Now really, if if we were to summarize a goal, a goal is, 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 is really a dream with a deadline. That's all it is. But you can't really move forward until you set a goal. Like if you think about it, let's say you're going to just set off driving in a car and you don't have a destination, you're just going to end up anywhere. Like it's just, you're going to end up where, where the petrol runs out. And, that, and this is what happens with a lot of people in business. They, they don't actually spend the time. Many, many farmers don't, don't invest the time or energy getting clarity on, you know, what is it that we're trying to create here? What is it that we want? How much profit do you want? Um, what do things look like over the next 10 years? What, what are we, where do we need to be in three years? Where do we need to be in 12 months? What do we need to focus on in, in the next quarter? And many people haven't been educated on how to set goals correctly, but it's so important. And, and you know, setting a goal is really quite easy. Um, <clears throat> uh, no one's, a lot of people haven't been educated on how to do it, but actually setting a goal is easy. The hard part is, is then the implementation of that goal. So if I'm a golfer, and I want to improve golf, if I'm going to set a goal and say to myself, for example, I want to get to a five handicap in golf, that's a clear goal. That's actually quite the easy part. And this now leads down into the second realm of the triangle, one, one layer down. You can't just have a goal. You've got to invest the time coming up with the strategies and the tactics of what you need to do to obtain that goal. And this is this planning. I mean... You would, never, you would never try and build a house without a plan, yet almost everyone tries to build a business without having a plan. It's quite ironic, but the, the, the top business owners, will, or the most successful business owners, the most successful farmers will always set the goal and then look at, you know, what do we need to do to obtain that goal? What are the strategies and the tactics that we need to focus on in order to achieve that goal? If I'm going to use the example of the golfer, getting to a five handicap. The, goal, the, the professional golfer will then go away and then outline, you know what, I need to spend 
uh, an hour a day practicing. On Mondays, I'm going to go to the driving range. On Tuesdays, I'm going to putt. On Wednesdays, I'm going to chip. On, on Thursdays, I'm going to practice my medium to long shots. They'll, they'll, they'll really sit down and work out specifically what they need to do in order to obtain that goal. And not just that, they'll think about, you know, what does my mindset need to be? I'll, I'll need to practice meditation because I know in order to be a really great golfer, I need to work on quietening my mind so I'm not distracted with thought when I'm, when I'm swinging for the ball. I'll need to work on maybe my nutrition to get my golf in order. So, so they constantly will be looking at, you know, what do I need to work on changing in order to obtain that particular goal? So that's why that's the second thing. And, you know, we're huge at Farm Owners Academy helping our clients operate what we call a 90-day plan. And the 90-day plan is where they clarify their um, top five objectives. We refer to them as rocks. What are those top five things that you need to work on to move you towards your medium to long-term goals? And it's really powerful because it, 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 once you actually identify those top five things, you can then really enroll the whole team to know these are the five things that we need to execute in the next Next three months, if there's nothing else we do, this is what we need to execute. And by the way, here is how we're going to go about it. Here are the steps we need to do to, to manifest those goals. Very powerful. Now, this is, that's part two. The third layer down is habits. And this is interesting because really successful people are really, what, what's happened is they've just found habits. They've formed new habits that... Um, unsuccessful people lack. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Um, there's very, very few business owners that I've worked with that, that are not at the top of their game that don't have the habit of planning out their week and planning out their day. Okay, they, they have this habit. They do it every single week. They do it every single day. That means they, they write out exactly what they want to achieve during the week and they invest about an hour scheduling out what, what they're going to achieve and they stop at the end of each day and they then schedule out what they're going to do tomorrow. Now, forming that habit is actually quite easy. But see, so many people don't stick to it because it's just that sticking to the habit is, is, is challenging. It takes a lot of sort of... Um, it, it takes a real discipline for uh, forming a habit and then sticking to it. And, and this is absolutely true because good habits are hard to put in place but easy to live with. Bad habits are easy to have yet hard to live with. And a, a winning or highly successful farmer will understand that they need to, afford, uh, they need to um, work on locking in great habits and without going too much into this, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put a future episode on, on how to create new habits because well, there's, a real, there's a real skill um, and there's, there's some powerful tools that I'll teach in the future on, on what it takes to form a new habit. And I think you'll get a lot out of this, um, this episode when, when, I, when I teach it. But I won't go into it now. But, but you know, let's go back to the golfer. The golfer will form the habit of practice. I mean, the goal, once the goal's set, you can set and forget it. It's then the discipline of showing up and doing the practice. It's the discipline of, in the, in the case of the golfer, you know, not you know, 
chipping, if they're going to if they're, if they're chipping this particular day, they're, they're going to stick with it for a full hour. They're not going to distract themselves. They're not going to take a phone call halfway through it. They're not going to get bored and go over and start go like if it was me, I'd be over to just try to belt the crap out of it at the driving range, you know. So, but but a professional golfer, they really want to improve. They're gonna they're gonna find discipline, and, and these are, these are habits. And when you find these new habits, and when you understand, there's really about seven to eight fundamental habits of being a winning business owner. The habit of reading books and listening to audio CDs, the habit of planning, the habit of journaling, the habit of um, delegation. There's a bunch of habits that once you master these habits, you'll find that you're implementing the strategy and tactic will be a lot easier. Manifesting the goal will be a lot easier. That's the third thing. The fourth layer down even below habits and this is interesting, is, is beliefs. And this is, this is such an important component. And a belief is something that you hold to be true. And I'm gonna, the best example I could use here is the golfer. The golfer needs to initially believe that they can get to that five handicap. If they don't believe it, they will never take the steps in order to work on their habits, to work on the strategy and tactics. Therefore, they'll never have the goal. They have to believe it first. And this is, let's just now compare this to a farming business. Do you believe that you could double your profitability on your farm? Do you believe you could triple it, quadruple it? Do you believe that you could one day run a farming company that can run without you? Do you believe that you can hire a winning team around you to do the jobs better than you? Do you believe that you can create financial freedom in your life? Because if you don't believe it, you'll never take the steps to form the habit. You'll never do the strategies and tactics. Therefore, you'll never have the goal. So the belief has to come before all of this. And this is really important. And we, you know, there's a, there's a great saying. I was listening to an interview of a, um, a billionaire. And um, the, the journalist interviewed him, said to him, um, you make this particular guy makes $25 million a week. And she said, you know, how do you do it? And he said, you know, making $25 million a week is easy. It just took me 20 years to believe that I could do it. I'll just say that again. He said, you know, making $25 million a week is easy. It just took me 20 years to believe I could do it. And you're not going to meet a highly successful person that's not constantly working on their beliefs, challenging their beliefs and tuning in, you know, what am I thinking now? What am I believing right now? And this now segues to the fifth one. And this, this is where it all starts. And, and the word is why. You know, why do you want to do this? Because if you don't have a big why, you won't work on the beliefs. If you don't have the beliefs, you won't form the habits. If you don't have the habits, you won't work on the strategies and tactics, and therefore you won't manifest the goal. Having the why in the first place is what drives everything. And this is this some um, fantastic uh, YouTube video I suggest you watch if you have the time by Simon Sinek. It's called Start With Why. And if you were to even look at, um, he, he shares the example if you were to look at Apple, Steve Jobs. I mean, Steve Jobs, everyone thinks that he existed to sell computers, but, but Steve Jobs had this huge why where he wanted to help geniuses change the world. That was his mission. He existed to help geniuses change the world. And that why is what got him out of bed every day. That's why is what led him to believe that he could change the world, right? So, 
So the bigger your why, the, the more likely you are to take the action and do what you need to do to, to ultimately get the success. So um, just to summarise, it starts with goals. Well, you know, I'm going to flip this actually to summarise. It actually starts with your why. I'm going to work back up now. That's the most important thing. The bigger your why, the more likely you are to do everything. You then need to look at, you know, do I genuinely believe that I can obtain these dreams, these goals of mine? Then you need to work on the habits. Then you need to understand that it's this implementation of strategies and tactics. And ultimately, that's what's going to get you to your goals. But you really, you need all five of these. That they, they all work together without one of those levels. That Without working on one of these levels, you're going to find, um, you're going to struggle. So if I was to leave you with an action item um, at the end of this episode, my, my, my action item would be, you know, what is it that you want to, what, what is it that you want to achieve? What are some of the goals that you've got over the next 10 years, three years, 12 months? And then once you've got clarity on that, just go and write out 50 reasons why you want it. Now, there's going to be selfish reasons and there's going to be not selfish reasons. I mean, a lot of my clients that I work with, they, they run multi, multi-million dollar companies and of course they love making money and of course they want to have the freedom that that brings them, but they've also got a big mission to hire people, recruit people, and they've got a big mission to serve their customers. They've, they've got... They've got a strong why, a big reason, and that's what pulls them out of bed every morning. So work on your why, um, and you'll find uh, everything else can fall into place from there. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll see you on a future episode. Take care.